0: Hey guys, wow, what a powerful reminder. And I I needed that today. It's likely that you did as well. Today we need to stay connected to our God that is over all. You know, we have seen his faithfulness in the past and we see how he is God over our current circumstances as well. This gives us confidence and hope that he will be over all that we face in the future as well. Please hear me today. He is near to us. Welcome to all of you and a special welcome to those that may be joining us for the first time. We are honored to have you with us today. For all of you, would you just take a minute right now perhaps to invite someone that you know to join us online? Just use your social networks real quick and share some links. I appreciate you inviting me into your spaces today and I got to tell you, I wish that I could be there in person, but what I know is true is that God is right here with us today. Would you also please hit the chat real quick and introduce yourself and say hello to the rest of those that are on the chat with you. Today we are in week two of our new series, Forced Pause. Pastor Chad kicked us off last week and did an awesome job if you missed it, please check our website to catch up. A a few weeks ago, I felt like the Lord was speaking to me about this season that we're we're all living through right now. And I think the title of this new series describes our, our current lives really well. Forced pause. You see, none of us, none of us would have chosen a dreaded virus pandemic and global shutdown with stay-at-home orders and this new understanding of social distancing and facing the realities of economic challenges and face masks and homeschooling, it really does feel life li- like life is on one big forced pause. And I've got to tell you, I've been thinking about this a lot, and as you would suspect, I've been thinking about the spiritual implications of all that we've been facing as well. And and here's my thought, it continues to be so easy for us to get lost in this whole ordeal, focusing in on all the details and and even in our passion to know and to somehow get to things being back to normal, that we may miss something very important that God may be trying to say to us during this unprecedented time. As a matter of fact, it reminds me of a very famous quote uh, C.S. Lewis wrote, He unpacked this so well. You see, he had gone through some really tough times in his life. He had lost his mother at an early age. And then as he was growing up, he experienced his dad kind of emotionally abandon him. He also suffered from a respiratory illness as a teenager. He was fought and and wounded in World War I. And then later in his life, he, he had to bury his wife. In his famous book, The Problem of Pain, Lewis penned this very famous quote. He said this, This pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pain. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. If there is just something in all of this that you and I are facing, if we would just learn to pay close attention, to allow our hearts to be tenderized. If we would listen carefully, listen, I have great confidence if we do those things that God will be speaking to us. And I'm guessing that that you've experienced this, I know I have, when my illusion of self-sufficiency is peeled away like it has been recently, my heart just seems postured in a way that that hears God's promptings better. This is what the Apostle Paul was saying. You might remember he wrote in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, he said this, My speaking of God, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. And then Paul says, So so now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ can work through me. It's in our challenges in our uncertainty and for sure in our pain, that our hearts seem most ready to hear God speak for lots of reasons. It just seems to come across more clearly in our lives. And so this this weekend, my main thought is this. In times of uncertainty, I will turn to God. I wonder what it is that he's wanting to say to you during this time. Really, what have you been sensing in his whisper lately? Maybe you didn't know that he wants to speak to you. It's possible that you haven't been paying attention. Or maybe you've heard it, but you have questions of whether or not that was actually the Lord that was speaking to you. Or maybe you know that he's been speaking to you, but you don't like what he's been saying. I want you to remember one of our values at Plum Creek is that uh, we are people in process. It's okay to not be okay, but we must never forget that God loves us too much to leave us there. So let me just slow for a second as we're getting started, and you need to hear this today. My challenge to you is this, listen to him. If you haven't, ask him to speak to you and then pay close attention. You and I are living, Lord willing, in a a once-in-a-lifetime set of circumstances. We hope that we will never have to live through something like this again. But it's also a time where the whole world is on some margin of forced pause. And it's the perfect time for us to listen to him. So I'm going to ask you to turn in your Bibles or your devices to Psalm chapter 31. In Psalm chapter 31, David takes an honest look at himself and his circumstances, and once again, as is common for the Psalms, I love the brutal honesty that we find here. It's a lot like what Pastor Chad said last week, it's okay to say that this whole circumstances that we're facing, that this really stinks, and yet still in our hearts we know that hope still wins the psalms just seem to keep it so real and i i believe it's important for for you and i to keep it real right now as well it's fair to say that we all have a lot of angst about what we're facing together and i've got to tell you i really believe that angst is the right word let me let me just define that for you real quick angst is a is a feeling of deep anxiety or dread it's typically an unfocused one about the human condition or the state of the world in general. Seems like the right word. You see, in Psalm 31, David, David uh, we find him being very real about three separate and yet three very overwhelming pro- problems. Let's see if we can't find ourselves in, in David's little narrative as well. So let's take a quick look at David's first angst. You see, he has angst regarding looming trouble. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? His looked different than ours does, but it's looming trouble nonetheless. Let's start by reading the first four verses of Psalm chapter 31. O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. You are my rock and my fortress, for the honor of your name lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemies set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I love that David isn't trying to sugarcoat reality. He's being real. Listen, trouble looms. There's great uncertainty, and yet he turns to God. Let me ask you, what what do you do when your circumstances seem out of control. Who do you turn to? For me, I typically turn to Beth, the process, or I'll call my mom or Pastor Gary or any number of other people, oftentimes before I will, I will talk to God. Do you, do you just try and make sense of all of this on your own? Do you typically just try and fix things yourself? Or do you turn to Jesus? Because you see, that's what David did. I want to read to you verse 5, and I want you to remember that David prayed the words of verse 5 while he was still asking for deliverance from this looming trouble. Look at verse 5. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. What a What a powerful prayer. What a great reminder for us. And as if David's example isn't enough for us, and if we needed to know that this is a great verse for us to pray, listen, I want to remind you that this is the very verse that Jesus quotes as his last words from the cross. He said in Luke chapter 23, verse 46, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And scriptures say, and with those words, he breathed his last. Can we get personal now for just a second? There is looming trouble of all sorts around us. How are you responding? Maybe God has been speaking to you about this, and maybe he is right now. Let me ask you, how how are you responding? Who do you turn to? when circumstances seem so stacked against you? Are you trusting the Lord? Are you praying like David and Jesus did? I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. Let me remind you of our main thought for this weekend. In times of uncertainty, I will turn to God. So I love that David is communicating his angst, first of all, about this looming trouble that he was facing. And then next, you've got to see this. He also has angst about his physical and his emotional health. Again, this sounds so familiar and so appropriate for what we're facing. Not only is he dealing with looming trouble, he is physically sick and he's emotionally sick about all of this. Listen to what he says now in verses 9 and 10 of Psalm 31. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in distress. Tears blur my eyes. My body and soul are withering away. I'm dying from grief. My years are shortened by sadness. Sin has drained my strength. I am wasting away from within. There's anguish he says there was groaning and failing strength affliction and weak bones these things all describe the acute nature of his ailment we know that sickness impacts our emotions it makes us feel undone and abandoned but again we have to see where david turns he turns to god and he says have mercy on me lord for i am in distress i've got to tell you this really fits with my personal life right now too i've got I've got a little of this going on right now. I needed to be reminded to do this this week myself. As a matter of fact, I'm going to ask you to pray with me this week. Many of you will know that I've been fighting a really bad left knee since college. I've blown it out twice over the years, and it's just continued to get worse. And I was supposed to get a knee replacement on April 20th, but COVID canceled my knee surgery. And so now it's going to take place on this coming Monday. And I'm gonna be down for a couple of weeks. And I just wanted to ask you today, if you would, if you would be so kind to set an alarm at 12.30 on Monday afternoon, and, and will you please pray for me what David prayed? Have mercy on me, Lord, for I'm in distress. You see, this applies in all kinds of different circumstances. And, and as I, I've been processing all of the things that have been happening in our culture right now with this crazy virus, I've got to tell you, I would never describe myself as a hypochondriac, but this, this COVID can get deep in your head. And I'm not sure where, but at some point I heard or read, and listen, I know it's not real, so don't email me on this, but someone said, if you can't hold your breath for 10 seconds, you've probably been infected. Do you know how many times that I've held my breath for 10 seconds just to test whether or not I had been infected? More times than I want to admit. Was that helpful? No, it's just out of breath a lot. Uh, We have to learn to turn to Jesus. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I'm in distress. Please remember our main thought this week. In times of uncertainty, I will turn to God. So David's dealing with real angst like you and I are, angst about this looming trouble and physical and emotional health issues, but then he's also having this angst inside of him because of broken relationships. I want you to follow along with me what David wrote in verse 11 through 13. "'I am scorned by all my enemies "'and despised by my neighbors.' Even my friends are afraid to come near to me. Listen to this. When they see me on the street, they run the other way. Kind of seems a little bit like what we've been dealing with lately. I am ignored as if I were dead, as if I were a broken pot. I have heard the many rumors about me and I am surrounded by terror. My enemies conspire against me plotting to take my life. I wonder if you've ever endured one of those circumstances where someone said something untrue about you. Maybe they said it to you or someone else. We all know how painful that can be. We have a tendency to want to set the record straight, but sometimes, as was true with David, there is no opportunity to do that. I want to go back to that C.S. Lewis quote that I shared earlier because I think it fits in the context of what we're dealing with related to our relationships as well. Pain insists upon being attended to. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pain. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. I believe that God has been doing this in all of our lives. But I wonder what what has the Lord been speaking to you about? What has he been saying about your relationships? You see, it's way too easy in our typical fast-paced society that we normally have to put our most important relationships way on the back burner. This quarantine and these stay-at-home orders, this whole deal has a way of shining a light on some things that maybe we've been missing. Maybe you are now more aware that in your most important relationships, you have some work to do. You've been together a lot. The typical distractions aren't there. For many, you're not even having to leave to go to work. There's no sports, but we're dealing with extra stresses and financial pressures, and our kids are home all the time, and you're also facing the homeschooling, and emotions are raw. Maybe God has been whispering to you, encouraging you to tend to some relational brokenness brokenness in your life. Don't let this time fly by without taking these promptings, these things that you're feeling in your heart seriously. I want you to know that our team is prepared to help resource you. Don't hesitate to reach out to us to get some help. We'd love to get information about good counselors and ways that you can process through some of these relational challenges. We need to not settle here. We need to take action to deal with this stuff. I've got to be honest and share with you that this has been weighing very heavy on my heart. I know that marriage relationships are always a challenge, but one of the things that Beth and I have been doing is every night before we fall off to sleep, we've been taking some some focused time to just pray. And one of the things that's been on my heart the most is are, are these dynamics related to our relationships, in particular, marriage relationships that have been struggling before this happened. And now the intensity of all of this has made it even more clear. And I also heard a few weeks ago that one of the most regular calls right now here in Castle Rock is domestic cause for parents and college aged children. There's so much tension right now in our relationships. Let me remind you, take action. Learn to do as David did, to take all of this to the Lord as well. Let me read to you, starting in verse 14 of Psalm 31, what David said. But I am trusting you, O Lord, saying, you are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on your servant In your unfailing love. Rescue me. Remember this week, in times of uncertainty, I will turn to God. During this forced pause series and during these past several weeks, let me ask you again, What is it that God has been speaking to you about? What is it that you've seen about yourself? Where are you turning when life seems out of your control? How is it that you have been dealing with this whole pandemic? And maybe right now in this moment, let's focus in on your relationships and what you're learning there. What has God been speaking to you about there? Or perhaps it's your habits, for sure your walk with Jesus. In this psalm that we've been looking at this week, in Psalm 31, we find David being very real, just like you and I need to be real, while at the same time we see him trusting the Lord. What a powerful reminder for all of us. Now in just a minute, Pastor Craig and Kenny are going to come and help close our time together. We need to be reminded today of God's faithfulness. We need to know that God has never failed us. In the midst of all of this that you and I are experiencing, God is on the move. But before they come, I want to close my thoughts reading the final few verses of Psalm 31. They are so powerful. Except now, what I would really love to do is to pray David's words over you wherever you are right now, would you just please bow your head with me? Will you quiet your heart? And will you let God speak these words into your soul? Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me his marvelous kindness in a strong city. For I said in my haste, I am cut off before your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the voice of my prayers when I cried out to you. O love the Lord, all ye saints, for the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Father, we love the challenge. We love the realness of David as he shares of these things that he has angst about in his life. It's just so crazy how real they feel facing all that we are facing right now. We know that we have felt the same things in many ways that he did. And yet, today, our challenge and the reminder is that when things seem so out of control and when circumstances spin around us at a pace that we we can't even get our arms wrapped around, that you are still there. Will you help us, Lord, to sense and know your nearness? Will you help us to turn to you. Father, I pray for each and every one of us that are dealing with these challenges, especially as it relates to our relationships today. Whatever it is that you've been speaking to us about, God, I just ask in these moments that that you will confirm that to us and that you will give us the courage and everything that we need to be able to move forward and take action in these ways that you've been challenging us. Father, I pray for peace in homes I pray that you will help us even though there is this pandemic that looms and even though there is sickness and anxiety and relational challenges that we would be reminded this week to turn to you. We love you, Father. Walk with us this week that we would sense and know how near you are. It's in your name we pray. Amen.